another episode of too young for an old talk i'm abriana and i'm new and this week we have a guest with us would you like to introduce yourself well besides my name being christian um this I, is the second christian we've had on the podcast yeah i know we have a, <laughs> yeah we have a type for this podcast <laughs> well yeah um what what do i i don't want to i don't wanna necessarily identify as a youtuber but maybe i guess that is what I would be coming on here as. Um, yeah, so yeah, I just a YouTuber um, and maybe a videographer, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I that. that's basically it. Yeah. Yeah, and you have your own podcast that you do yeah. visually called What You Say Podcast. Well, we'll also be doing something on Christian's <laughs> podcast, so you can look out for that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I've been tuning into your, your guys' podcast for what oh last few weeks. I was behind at first actually, but then, <laughs> but then, but then I actually just like when I was like before I like go to bed and stuff, I would like listen to it and like surprisingly I would not fall asleep. But you know, it would be, oh, wow, it would be <laughs> no <nah>, actually <laughs> surprisingly no because like there's some like a lot of podcasts I've listened to like after a while I would just fall asleep, but yeah. It, somehow yours is good because i don't know i guess it's the topics (laughs) they're interesting yeah yeah, that's that's an important part of having interesting content is what you're talking about yeah speaking of so today's episode we're going to be discussing the typical nine-to-five versus like entrepreneurship um and kind of how that can be presented in different lights and rebuttals and I think that actually opens up a really interesting discussion, but we'll save it for the actual discussion. Um, for today's episode, I feel like it's always fun to have, um, whenever, we look, whenever we look for someone to have as a guest, like we try to choose people that we could bounce ideas out of, especially for a specific topic. So when we thought of this, um, you're really the first person that came to mind. We're like, <laughs> actually, this would be a great discussion to yeah. have for you. <laughs> especially seeing as like, you have, you have like kind of a little mini series where you have so many Bajan entrepreneurs on your channel and it's like clearly there's a passion for it and you see that it's something important so you kind of want to know like what are your thoughts on it and there's really a lot of different ways it could go but like I guess to start what would you how do you feel about you know the typical nine to five versus trying to be an entrepreneur um be it through the lens of you know how it is specifically in Barbados or just in the Caribbean or in a whole? I mean, I mean, on a whole, I mean, I can't sit still. I, I, I always get, like, even my sister was telling me the other day, like, our family and stuff, we never stay on something for too long. So it's, I, I can't just be sitting on a desk from nine to five, like, just doing, like, filing paperwork or anything. So even when I'm, like, yeah. looking for a job opportunity, like, I don't look for those kind of jobs. I can't. I have to look for a job where I'm constantly on the move or doing something. So I mean, that was kind of why I probably probably got into film and videography and all that because I just don't see it as an interesting job. But I mean, there are some nine to five jobs that are fun. Like you get to meet new people, like working out a hotel or stuff. Like I find that really interesting. But it's 
the typical nine to five is not for me. Um, but again, being an entrepreneur is not easy. I mean, if anybody would have seen any of the episodes that I've done, like all of them always have their challenges and it's something that yeah, you can be successful at it, but to want to get into doing it yourself, like that is you have to be able to have an or like a plan and a strategy and all that. I mean, yeah, even even doing something like what you guys did, and I probably should be doing it a lot more because I, I mean I do have like my notes set out, but what y'all did kind of like opened my eyes and I was like, seriously, I should be doing this like calling before and like planning and making sure that everything is right i should be doing that more but i mean yeah entrepreneurship is not easy at all and even my sister was doing a bit of stuff like that but she's still working with some people now and it's a bit challenging like that so both of them have their challenges and their advantages so i mean yeah but you would you would favor entrepreneurship definitely i mean because yeah because i got to do my own thing and like you get to although you are supposed to be hardworking, like you still have to you still have a freedom but you still are limited at certain things because you have to still put in the yeah. work to be successful so then yeah. you might end up working longer <laughs> there's this exactly mm-hmm. i saw um not really a meme it was just a graphic the other day and the person was it was basically saying that like People complain about nine to fives, mm-hmm. but you go from working at nine to five uh, to working like 3 almost twenty four hours yeah. sometimes yeah. when you're an entrepreneur because you don't have that structure anymore. Because mm-hmm. as you said, like you're your own boss, there's nobody really on you. You have to hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. So the hours kinda become stretched. You you get stretched out. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're working from home and you're not necessarily mm-hmm. going somewhere else. You're in the same environment all day, so yeah, you you literally don't ever like sign out or clock mm-hmm. out. Like you're kind of just always. I've seen a lot of like YouTubers and just people, influencers is the term mm-hmm. that people like to use. Yeah. Um, they've been discussing the fact that yeah, they don't ever get to step out of that world, like because they spend all their time documenting their life. Mm-hmm. Like there's no time to say okay, I'm going to not do that anymore, yeah. like, because you're just constantly doing it. I feel like the main challenge comes from all the headaches of yours to bear, basically. So if yeah. you don't do mm-hmm. it, like, your business is going to take the hit. Whereas when you have, like, a team and you're working, there's somebody above you, somebody below you. Mm-hmm. It's that like, person's headache. Exactly. Like, yeah. I tired of this, I leave this job. But, like, if you do that for your own business, mm-hmm. you're, you're done. Mm-hmm. You're basically done. Yeah. Do you think, Christian, that for a country like Barbados, that it's important for Barbados to produce entrepreneurs? If so, if you think yes, let us know why. You think no? Also let us know why. <laughs> but that's a, that's a tricky one. That's actually a really tricky question because Barbados has, actually, I would say Barbados right now has too many entrepreneurs <laughs> because... <laughs> Everybody. Oh my goodness, we should get into that yeah, because I had a conundrum the other day when I uh-huh. saw everybody and their granny and cousin and aunt was selling pasta. <laughs> and I was like, how many people can sell pasta? <laughs> but we'll get into that. Yeah, because I mean, like, a lot of people at the moment are selling, they're doing their own thing. But, like, when you have too much of the same thing, Yes, it's a competition, yes. but then not everybody's going to want to go to 
every single person. You can't support everyone. So, mm-hmm. uh, wow, that's a really tricky question for real. Because at the same time, you do want to have, you do want Barbados to have their own entrepreneurs because then you don't have to rely on. As I mean, we are all we are a small country, so we tend to have to rely on the U.S., Canada, yeah. Europe, and yeah. to like bring in. Uh, yeah, you don't want to be importing a lot of stuff, especially now that there's COVID and all that. But so I mean, it's good to produce ourselves, but to not have so many entrepreneurs. But it's difficult to have a balance. It's always going to be difficult. So. I'd say yes and no. That, that's the thing. It's a yes and no for me. Which is good, understandable. Yeah. I feel like on one hand, the diversity, because uh, mm. Nintendo won't have everybody doing the same thing. Um, but at the same time, like you said, the competition could be innovation. Um, unfortunately, though, like when it's actually like that, only certain people might reap the real benefits. But, you know, sometimes a setback does set you up for success. Yeah, but I agree with what you said about not having to utilize people and resources outside of Barbados. I saw a discussion the other day on social media regarding um, video shoots and photo shoots and how these big brands and corporations come to Barbados Mm -hmm. to use um, the landscape of Barbados and the scenery Mm -hmm. to shoot for their product, their brand, whatever. Mm -hmm but they're not using Bajan labor. They're bringing in their teams from overseas. So their entire team from makeup artists right back down to the person shooting the photos Mm -hmm. and probably the model um, are imported from overseas and they're paying money to ship all these people down to Barbados and the Caribbean when they could really just be using Mm -hmm. those people from Barbados and actually paying Bajans while they're on our soil. So I thought that was interesting. to attach to what you said yeah because i mean that's happened before i don't know if you guys know or remember that like what's the company in in, intel was in barbados by the sheraton where sheraton is yeah I so um i think they did the same thing or something similar to that where they weren't giving people jobs really but it's, so then you do have people that then reach out to being an entrepreneur and then they kind of started but then it's never f- completed or finished so uh, entrepreneurship is a really difficult thing to really want to get into because everybody wants to do their own thing but at the end of the day it's difficult to do and i mean even myself i just really started that um doing those little illustrated things and I wasn't really necessarily planning to do it like that, but then somebody was like, you should really sell these and all that. I still don't know if I really want to get into it because then you have to then deal with setting up a payment method, people overseas yeah. that want to then maybe get one. So it's a bit difficult at the moment even for that, really. You can play it by ear and see if there's real demand for it because I know we used it for our artwork because we liked how it looked. But as you said, like you have to have that drive and know that at the end of it is just you like unless you start to expand and (laughs) and you end up having a team um at the end of the day it's just you that everything has to fall back on i feel like most entrepreneurs you end up using your families and friends as a resource which is also good because it 
push jobs in the country. Um, the challenge then becomes when you're trying to expand and now you've got to like balance the family and then potentially outsourcing labor. Mm-hmm. Um, I do recall though, I don't know if you guys remember, um, mm-hmm. Barbados had a, a drive for entrepreneurship. I think it was called the Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Young entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship scheme. scheme. Yeah. That's the other thing. Yeah, I recall now that you say the phone name. So I feel like um, that kind of, I guess, like, not propaganda, but propaganda. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of what pushed. Because it's not a bad thing, so yeah. it's what, what kind of set the landscape now that we have so many entrepreneurs mm-hmm. or people that strive to be it. But, like, what do you feel social media does in terms of pushing that, like, this is what you should do or this yeah, is your aim? That narrative yeah. that you need to be working for yourself and you need to be pushing yourself to do X, Y, and Z. I know there was a lot mm-hmm. of talk at the beginning back in March when COVID took over mm-hmm. that everybody was like, oh, if you don't come out of quarantine mm-hmm. with a small business and with this skill mm-hmm. under your belt and with this thing and the next, like, what did you do with your time? What have you been doing? And mm-hmm. we we don't really fall, I don't think we fall into that because we, no. just, we conceptualize our podcast mm-hmm. prior to quarantine. Yeah. It just so happened that we got <laughs> yeah. stuck in yeah. quarantine that it was like, okay, why not well. yeah. use the time to work on it and yeah. get started? But I know a lot of people felt pressured by seeing those kind of remarks and tweets and comments on social media because not everybody's built for that. I feel like everybody wants to have some sort of autonomy over like their life mm-hmm. and what they have going on. And you want to have control, whether you're like in a workplace environment or you're working for yourself. Mm-hmm. But as you said, like, it's not for everybody. Yeah. So I, I don't like to see things like that. Mm-hmm. But you can give your two cents. We aren't necessarily entrepreneurs in where we made our podcast, but you can even see the difficulty with even using social media to promote stuff. I mean, getting your podcast out there would definitely not have been easy at all to just even get listeners or whatever it is. Um, so to use, I mean, to even get your business out there with using social media like Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever it is, like it's going to be difficult because although somebody may have what a thousand and something followers not all of those followers engage with you or are as close to you as your best friend or that little small group chat that you have that would always support you so even for an entrepreneur who's going to want to know start out they're going to want to just like look at Instagram, because I feel like that's one of the top, or if not the main social media platform that people can use, because Twitter Twitter is hectic. Twitter is very, very hectic. One second, something else. Maybe. Yeah, so... Yeah, well, never a dull moment. Exactly. Instagram definitely yeah, Instagram is definitely taking that in terms of promoting businesses, channels, podcasts, anything. So, to use Instagram really to then be the main platform for entrepreneurs is good, but is that about the same thing as bad? Because then you can get people that are weighing in from overseas that want to buy your product, but you may not have the capabilities or the the necessary the materials to 
produce for those people. So I mean, I, social media is a bit of a. It can be a problem because you can get addicted to it in the wrong ways. But I guess all with like anything really and truly, you have to stay focused. So yeah, it, everything in moderation. Yeah. So if, if you don't work out a plan to like just have um your business to pr- promote something on this day wednesday and then next wednesday and following wednesdays like even i was just speaking to a person that is an entrepreneur that veil should have gone out like a long time ago but i did it on friday and even they were saying that they have they have not produced something since 2018 it's on their instagram but they've been working on stuff <laughs> like yeah. it's all that time but so it's people would look at that and be like oh they, they aren't doing anything anymore but they wouldn't know what's really going on so yeah. unless you keep working at social media like, you could really find yourself falling behind the rest of the competition at it really yeah we've talked about that before on different episodes how it's very refined mm-hmm. social media and i think that's how it's supposed to work whereby you only see what people allow you to see and you're only going to consume what people put out there and then you can refine from there and say oh i don't want to follow this person i don't want to see this but the same example you just gave where that person hasn't posted In since two years. 2018 yeah that'll lead you to believe x y z when really and truly mm-hmm. they have other they could have other things going on so yeah say, i don't know it's kind of like you got to take up the grain of salt you can't always assume everything that you see it because yeah i feel like if i was like on a page where someone was making like shirts or something and i said they haven't posted in two years like oh maybe this person might have stopped and taken a break but then it's on something else. They might just be. They might have just switched platforms. You just never know. Really. Yeah. Yeah. But that's when you have that's to. Like, perspective. That's when you have to like kind of be on top of your game and know when to make that post if it's not on your story or on the live feed or even in your bio to just let people know. But because so, but you you can easily forget to just post something like that because you you're busy doing something else. So if you don't. But that's why a lot of people that are maybe out there like uh, Will Smith and those guys that maybe have their brands and whatever it is, like Kanye West and them, they have social media teams. They don't ever take care of it themselves. So everybody can't afford that. (laughs) So (laughs) Exactly. When you're small, that's not realistic for you to be. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's... Okay, maybe you want to invest in like a designer or something because those are aspects that you're not as familiar with or skills that you haven't mastered but something as easy as posting when you're that small if you can take that small of a set to make a post or promote something in that way um i don't know we talked about this was it last week that everything is on the internet now like you have all the resources you could possibly need so it is kind of daunting when you can see the bigger brands and quote-unquote influencers who do like you can tell based off of looking at their social media that they have 
teams yeah. that are running their social media, like people they're paying to do that, um, it can be daunting to be like, yo, that's not me. I can't afford that. Yeah. Like, I would love to have that. That could probably work wonders for me, but that's not realistic based on where I am now. But everything, the thing we were posted the other day, about the long game yeah oh yeah you're in it for the long game or the i feel long like run. um similar to what you said about being creative or you know finding a way to keep active even if it's not like a post if it might be a story or maybe bio um on our food blog i feel like because you were home I, we went from okay taking pictures of actual like dine out or dine in restaurants that was like oh what do we actually have to post right now because we're home yeah foreseeable future whatnot and I mean, we had like a couple pictures in the vault, but not like really. So then it became a struggle. Like, okay, we can now post like stuff in our story, like you know, different recipes or whatnot. So I feel yeah, finding that creativity, creativity, and as per usual, finessing the system to try to support you. But not everybody could do that, or not everybody may be able to get away with doing that too. And everybody doesn't want to do that. That's the other thing. Yeah. I. It's hard because I think sometimes our generation pushes the narrative that you need to be doing something for yourself or you need to have something for yourself and people like to look down on working for somebody else and having a boss and not just like working in an office or anything just like having somebody to report to and being in some sort of hierarchy within your workspace i don't know i feel like a lot of people in our generations kind of frown yeah or painted yeah kind of like yeah and make it seem like oh you should be striving for more that shouldn't be your end goal like if you have a nine to five you should also look to have something on the side yeah, you should yeah. Be something you should be on saving side. half your income and still manage to feed yourself and buy a place and yeah the narrative yeah, and yeah. be <laughs> doing all these extra like extra th- they essentially come out to be extra things and I don't know. I think if you think you can manage it and that might work for you and benefit you in those ways and it comes from a place of like passion and actual like drive for you to do that, mm-hmm. then by all means have your nine to five and then have something that you do on the side as well. That's something that you could like turn from a hobby into something that makes money. Mm, side income. Um go for it. But I don't like the whole you need to have something else. There must be something else that you're doing. Um get to doing something else. I don't I'm yeah, not a fan. I think it's not fair to push that ideology because not everybody desires to be an entrepreneur i feel like and then not everybody is in a place right now where they can say yeah i want to lock in and do this because you know life happens yeah and you're gonna have setbacks you might need to be caring for somebody full time and that's gonna take up most of your free time right so i feel like it can be selfish but that's kind of like the other side of social media too um people will push their opinions on you and it is very easy especially on twitter to get caught up like yeah you know like you see the words that go around like manifesting was big and then normalizing xyz but sometimes you know you can't do it in the moment you gotta do it in a couple months or a couple weeks mm-hmm. or even a couple years but. and a lot of people like the structure too 
I mean, I like structure, but I also wouldn't see myself doing a nine to five. But in a workplace environment, some people might prefer that. The same way how like the difference between doing six form and doing BCC. Yeah. Like you still have that school starts at this time, it ends at this time kind of structure. So like if that works for you, that works for you. I don't think I there's a reason to shame people for wanting to mm. work in nine to five. And also we need nine to five. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Because there's a balance. You have to have a balance. That's the thing. Because if you have like, everybody the working for themselves, work. yeah. yeah, like everybody can work for themselves. Yeah, because it does need to have those companies. You still need those companies for those those people. Because not everybody has the facilities to do it. But I mean that's that's the narrative that you said because everybody pushes that. Well, even if it's whether it be in a relationship or not, like people push that. Take care of yourself. Focus on yourself. It's all about you. You know, it's never like, okay, just work on this for now and then see what happens later <laughs> yeah. Take it one step at a time. yeah it's, it's always it's rushed. yeah that's gonna that like leads into hustle culture which i wanna we'll discuss that at a later date but that's a really it's i don't think it's that bad right now in barbados but it's getting it's really bad up here how people just feel they need to be going 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 all the time yeah and like there's never any time to cut out and you just always being stressed is good. Needing to yeah. drink unhealthy amounts of caffeine is good. Like that's not healthy. We kind of talked on that. Like how people use that kind of mentality. Like you know what? I'm here at work. We use same time, but I go home. I sleep in three hours. I got another job. It, it obviously you know if that's what you need to do, because things be yeah, hard. But like it shouldn't be like a bragging point. Like yeah, I'm proud to have a hard end of sleep schedule and not eat food and <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? yeah it's a reality but it's not yeah. like it's be that we long after and people take pride in it like that's not something to be proud about at least i don't think man don't want to disrespect anybody and say that they shouldn't be proud of their own business or themselves but yeah you have to sometimes just take that little slow down pill and you know just relax and then work on something one time and then make each step as it goes because people like that's why like a lot of, i don't know well people that are younger than us really would just be no it's, it's not like how when we were like what 12 13 you know you it's like one thing you're doing like still going out running about whatever it is I know as people know is you want to get a job, you want money, you want a relationship, <laughs> you want to go overseas, you want to do everything. No, it's just never yeah. a let's take things step by step and go easy. We figure it out as we go about and everything. It's just like we need to have a plan now. By this age, you're doing this. By this age, you're this and that. It's never a relaxed moment at all. If you're not yeah. 25 with a six-figure job and a house. Yeah. And a kids, you feel. No, but that's very unhealthy and it's honestly not realistic for a lot of people. Like mm-hmm. it might have been realistic generations prior. Yeah. Yeah. That's not I don't know, there's no right way to live your life, I don't think. To just wrap up quickly, mm-hmm. I we just wanted to know and that was like the fuel for this whole episode. Mm-hmm. What made you decide that you wanted to promote and highlight Asian entrepreneurs? And also, how were you picking them, if you don't mind? Asking. Well, well, I don't mind. Um, well, first, why I did it was simply because, I mean, it was an influence from 
maybe the whole George, George Floyd and the whole Black Lives Matter thing, that was definitely an influence where people were then posting on social media saying, you know, you gotta promote this and that. And then, like, there were people that you see on TV just um, with the same yes, um, yes yeah, scheme yeah. thing. So, and then obviously, I know a couple of people that are my friends. Um, I don't know if you guys know the Mars Times Pluto thing. Them, yeah, him, yeah. and then there's like Ashley Creations, and like, I know a couple yeah. of them. So, I felt like, okay, if I do this, maybe people overseas that do watch me, because I mean, there's a couple of people that watch me from like America and uh, England and stuff like that. So, maybe they can see them and purchase that. So, plus, as much as it is uh, maybe a win-win situation that like, you can look at it like that, people that are not as fortunate to have the materials and the sources to do that, like, same, um, the last episode that I released, which was Jerry, he, yeah, he, he doesn't even, he doesn't, he hasn't even released anything yet. But he's going to, and people are not going to know who he is now. So ahead of time. So even like a lot of people may not have known who Naisav Studio was, and now they would probably they probably be like, okay, her shoes look pretty pretty cool. Why don't I look into what she's doing and maybe buy her shoes or whatever it is? So it, it was kind of like let people know who these people are, so that maybe then they can look at their page and the way how instagram is when you follow one one page uh, you it get suggested right so yeah plus so then it either goes to more bajan pages and that's what i also try to do even if I, they weren't featured in the episode i just thought i just like when yeah, I just saw that. the bio. Yeah, like, you had, you took a you bunch had, like, of those. Maybe yeah. 30. <laughs> yeah. Names I just took as many, as many as I could find and just started plugging them. And a lot of them started to follow me. And even if they weren't following me before, they now are. And then it was like, okay, if I can get them promoting. And as much as I tried my best, I would have loved to promote a lot more. But <laughs> finding pages on Instagram, as I said, is a lot of Beijing entrepreneurs so it's very very yeah. difficult to yeah. just find every single one like after I would blink one as soon as I go on my home page it's like oh shoot I forgot this one so I need to go back and edit it again so I was that but when I was choosing with people to decide who was going to be in the videos I had to look for people I mean that is regardless of whoever it is I'm choosing I have to find people that one are going to be eager to talk and are going to be able to promote their brand if you can't promote your brand then you're going to be in trouble because then if you if you can't really speak on your brand and what you're about to do it makes no sense me going to exactly Exactly. it makes no sense exactly i can't i can't help you if you can't help yourself so and i was also looking for a, a good backstory in a sense so Whereas with Naomi, she has her artistic background. With Jerry, he has his background where he wasn't focused on what he is doing now. And he was so interested in just going overseas. So that's that's his backstory. And then with Kyron and Zav, they started at Harrison College. So I knew who they were. And they started from small. 
I'm just doing little yeah, little things. Selling. Yeah. Selling and cheesecakes and whatever it was. Even if they came to QC for um, like lessons or whatever, they would still bring yeah. things that were left over. Yeah. And you would hear about it from that. Yeah, so just the little things. Just see, it was just finding a personality, finding a backstory, and finding someone who can talk about it. I mean, I still have a bunch of other people that aren't entrepreneurs. Sorry for all those people that may want to see even more <laughs> entrepreneurs. But it's, I, have, I have a bunch of other people that I want to try to get. Because even the same thing you said with influencers always trying to get um, um, Insta- what, that's, what they, that's what they call themselves, Instagram models. I, wanted yeah. to, I want to get one, at least one, that is going to talk about it. Because I'm still interested in finding out why do they call themselves influencers and Instagram models, you know? So it's, yeah. yeah. So it's just about finding a personality and backstory and somebody I can talk. That's well, we really it. liked it. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, the biggest draw for me was the platform, like you said, you know, like actually mm-hmm. putting people out there. And, like, you know, some people you know, but you don't know they're actually doing XYZ yeah. because their face may not be attached to it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's definitely a, a positive thing. And I love to see, you know, us supporting our, each other. Mm-hmm. And I think one place for that too is when you have that university because you don't see it take up a shared market for themselves yeah yeah because if you have somebody that like you know selling shirts and somebody else that you know is selling food it's completely different market so there's gonna be overlap but like you won't be competing for the same customers uh, but i mean even with that like it is very possible to have food businesses that complement each other right like we see like what well, you have chefette and barbecue barn in the same establishment so like you know, you see it. You see it as one, but it's still technically two different. Yeah. Entities, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, I mean, but even with those people that are big, like Shafat, KFC, them, you can still see their competition as well. Because you have Shafat build in Rockley, then like what? You see a couple. A few <laughs> meters down is like a KFC, then Burger King, and then there's another restaurant and yeah. that. So I mean, entrepreneurship. Even though those people have big companies, still. They still have to work on the same little small things that a small business owner is going to have to deal with. So, I mean, it's not easy for anyone, really, that owns any kind of business. To wrap it up, I think we've established that 9 to 5 and the entrepreneurship lifestyle both have their pros and cons. Yeah. Yeah. Good and bad pros and cons. Um... I don't think one's superior to yeah. the other. I think you have to know what you can manage and what you want to take on and what you ultimately what you want for yourself to know which one or both. Yeah, I feel like the reality is a lot of people will overlap or, you know, dibble and dabble with both of them, trying to figure out what feels most comfortable, but... You know, the most important thing is to try and find what works best for you. Um, don't let other people's perspective tell you what you should be happy doing. Just be happy doing what you're happy doing. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Thank you so much, Christian. Yep, no problem. For joining us today. Maybe next time our next guest won't. Be, be a <laughs> Christian. <laughs> but, um, with that, that also be sure to um, check out um, our episode on his youtube page we'll have it 
in the bio. And yeah, we'll have it linked below. Um, but you can let them know your handles. Well, I mean, just you. Could, it's kind of simultaneous across all all my platforms. Well, I'm not gonna just release my my Snapchat, <laughs> but it's basically just K M B Y T. Like as soon as you type that on most platforms, whether it be YouTube, Instagram, or Twitter, that will always come up. On Instagram, it yeah. is one five at the end of all of that because somebody else has that name, so I can't really <laughs> think about it. So it's just a one five at the end of it. But once you click the KMBYT, that would mainly show on all of them. Yeah. Yeah, and it's what you say podcast. Yeah. On, on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all we have for today. Bye.